Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in the next 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer Podcast where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. And in this one, I actually wanted to speak to you about eating disorders or our eating habits for INFJs in general. I've spoken about this previously in other videos where I spoke about how INFJs have a tendency to skip meals 
to forget about eating meals, about food in general, when they're really focused on their projects or really focused on whatever they're doing. We have a tendency to forget about our bodily needs in general. So we'll forget to sleep, we'll forget that we need to drink water, we'll forget that you know, we need to blink <laughs> or breathe. Uh, and I've done videos on all of this, but recently a friend of mine, an INFJ friend of mine, told me that she read somewhere that um, INFJs have a tendency, higher tendency, than the normal population or the rest of the population to get eating disorders. And I thought that that was actually a really good topic to speak about because I know that I've suffered from, not completely from an eating disorder, but I was very close to having one myself when I was at university. And I wanted to speak about that just so that, you know, I could shed a little bit of light on it. Also to speak about something that seems a little bit taboo somehow. somehow. And, you know, it's so funny because we live in a world, we live in a society where especially women, if they start losing a lot of weight, it's considered to be such a great thing. You know, everyone's complimenting them and saying, oh my God, you're, you look so beautiful. You lost so much weight. You know, you should keep on doing that, things like that. And it doesn't matter if the person's losing that weight very unhealthily. No one actually even cares about that. The only thing they care about is that the person is getting skinnier. Especially, especially, especially for women, this is highly true because I know this every single time this had happened to me in my own life where, you know, I would gain a little bit of weight perhaps and I start losing it and everyone would be like, oh my God, you look so great, you know, keep on doing whatever you're doing, things like that. And it would be, when I was younger, it was a really great impetus for me to be like, oh, I'm looking better, great, I'm looking more beautiful, awesome, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing, which is not eating enough food or not taking care of myself or skipping meals or whatever other means I used. Thankfully, I never used any um, extravagant or really uh, ex extreme measures to lose weight. I just did what I normally do. But I'll kind of go back a little bit to tell you, you know, how it all started. And I, I believe it started when I was, obviously when I was a teenager, I had huge, huge body image issues. Um, Somehow, even though I was extremely skinny at that point, considering how I look now or how much you know how much wider I am now, back then I was extremely skinny. But because I had curves, you know, even as soon as I was a teenager, of course I you know I grew hips and I grew breasts and I became a, a woman, if you want to call it. And I, I started growing these curves, and it was so hard for me to accept my curves because there was this constant refrain in my mind from society and from everyone around me that you, know, you need to be skinny, you need to be thin, you need to be skinny, you need to be thin. And I started hating my curves, started hating my hips and my thighs and all that because they were not skinny in my opinion, even though they were really, if you think about it. And you know, I was, I would, in, when I was in university, when I got into university, I noticed that I was in a program um, I was in the kinesiology program and I noticed the program that all of the women, many of the women that I was surrounded by, they were all extremely skinny, much, much skinnier than me. Also, they had no hips and they had no curves. And a lot of them were actually anorexic. Now that I look back upon it, I realize there were a lot of them were anorexic. In fact, I admired this one woman a lot, this one girl, this one student and she was absolutely gorgeous it's the most beautiful most delicate pristine beautiful thing in the world and she she was she was redheaded so you know she had this gorgeous skin but every single time no it was winter time so we would all dress up we would kind of wear a lot of clothes and we would you know we would look bigger than we actually are which is fine 
But then as soon as summer came around, you know, I loved her all throughout the winter time and I'd be like, oh my God, she's so beautiful and she's so amazing and she had a really hot boyfriend. I was like, oh my God, I won't be like that. Um, and summer came around and I started wearing shorts and that is when I really started noticing how skinny she was. I mean, it wasn't even, the word skinny doesn't even begin to describe how thin she was. I, I could not even look at her. It, it, just looking at her face, her hands, her, her arms, her legs, her thighs, it just made me want to cry because there's obviously something wrong with the situation. The problem was that just like I had mistaken her for you know, her skinniness, for her for, for beauty, and she was still beautiful, of course, but it was just really sad to look at her body because it was just so, so, so thin. But, you know, a lot of people kind of complimented her for the fact that she was so thin and I'm sure that aggravated her anorexia. I, I'm sure it aggravated her eating disorder. The problem I would always think about is because I would notice a lot of these girls in my program because uh, there were a lot of ballet dancers, uh, the program that I was in, there was a lot of ballet dancers and a lot of um, gymnasts and because it was a kinesiology program, there were a lot of really thin women and some of them were extremely thin, thin to the point where you'd be looking at them and thinking, she's barely there, she just almost disappeared. And of course it was because of the program and because of the extreme pressure that they were under in order to perform. A lot of them were under scholarships to, for the school in order to, you know, um, sports scholarships I mean, and so they had to make sure that they kept on performing. And I was always surprised because a lot of them, almost all of them had significant others, right? They had boyfriends. And I, I, I wondered to myself, how the man could look at them every single day, touch them and, you know, caress them and all that stuff and not say anything about the fact that they are so skinny. I don't know anything, any of the details. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure maybe they tried, perhaps they didn't notice, perhaps it was so normal to them, perhaps they were, um, there's a lot of factors included in that. But I'll always be surprised because it just seemed like they just kept on becoming smaller and skinnier and smaller and skinnier day by day, all of these women around me. And no one was doing anything about it. Now, this was 20 years ago, 21 years ago that I'm speaking about. So this was in 2000. And I'm guessing back then, eating disorders weren't such a huge thing as they are right now or not as well known or even so, you know, I would look at all these women and actually a lot of my thesis and a lot of my research papers that I did and I wrote were all on anorexia nervosa because I was just obsessed with the idea of like, how can how can society not notice? How can their family members not know? Why is and no one doing anything about this? They're obviously sick. Or there's obviously something going on here and needs to be remedied, right? Um, unfortunately, I didn't, in my quest to you know, perfect their lives and to make sure that they were safe, I forgot that I was not eating enough food or I wasn't taking care of myself either. Now, the problem was that um, because I had curves, even if I lost a lot of weight, it didn't really mean anything because I still had my hips. They were always there. There's no way I could lose enough weight to look, at, look straight thin like they used to. And so it didn't really matter to me because there was no way I would ever be as skinny as them. And so I, would, you know, I, would, I worked out a lot. Uh, that was just part of the program as well. You had to have two or three sports that you took every week. And you know it was just every semester. And there's a full-time course load. And then I also worked part-time on top of that. There was very little time for me to eat. Um, most of the times, if possible, I would just kind of um, grab an energy drink or um, a sports drink or like a protein shake because it was just easier to gulp something down. 
rather than um, actually have a proper meal. To actually to eat a proper meal was such a pain because it took so much time and effort. And so a lot of times I would just skip that. You know, I would just eat. I would just do protein shakes, protein shakes. And of course, I lost a lot of weight and I lost a lot of muscle mass. Yeah. Now, thankfully, what happened with me was that I stopped. I realized that I was getting, because of all my research that I did and also the fact that I did not want to lose any more weight than I already lost, I decided, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this to myself. I'm going to try as much as possible to start eating properly. A lot of that has also to do with the fact that I started doing yoga and I started running and I wanted to become more healthy in that manner and blah, 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 blah. But I wanted to share this with you because I realized that it would have been very easy for me to go down that slope, that slippery slope of keeping on eating terribly, not eating enough, not taking care of myself, skipping meals. And I even notice right now as I am in this moment in time, uh, it's very easy for me to lose weight because I can literally start skipping meals or eating very little and I don't want to notice it because I'm busy with work and I don't notice it because I'm, I'm busy with a project or in my head and suddenly I realize that I have a hunger headache. Now, I try as much as possible, as I've said before, not to do that anymore. I try as much as possible not to skip any meals. I try as much as possible to eat every meal possible, even more meals than necessary. And um, I always try as much as possible to have as many calories in the day as possible because I know that my body burns through it very quickly because I do a lot of things. I'm always moving and I have a lot of my metabolism very fast and I'm always, you know, thinking and the brain takes up a lot of energy. So mental power, you know, mental, mental stress takes up a lot of energy as well. And creativity takes up a lot of energy as well. So I'm always making sure that I eat a lot. But I do notice that it's very easy, even if, even if I start taking care of a l or skipping a few meals or just kind of eating a little bit less than normal, I just kind of lose, start losing weight very quickly. It's also because of my body type and there's a lot of reasons for it. But as INFJs in general, we have to be careful because it is very easy for us to do that to ourselves. We don't care about food as much as other people do. We don't live to eat. We eat to live. I think that I said that right. <laughs> so we're just eating to make sure that we stay alive, alive enough so that we can do the things that we need to do. Because it's such, in my mind, a lot of times I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, if I didn't have to spend hours and hours and hours thinking about food, where would my next meal come from? What am I going to eat next? I would have saved so much time and I could use that time for something else, right? <laughs> but that's not how life works. You know, we have to take care of this physical body. It is our temple. It's, the, it's, the, it's where our soul resides. This is where we are living for now. And so we have to take care of it. When we are angels or, you know, we go into the beyond and we can forget about that then. But for now, you have to take care of this body. And the physical body needs food and it needs a, a certain amount of food. And every person is different in that regard, obviously, right? And so whatever works for you, you have to figure that out and eat as much as you need to. Take care of yourself. Don't skip meals and be careful. If you notice yourself slipping into um, strange territories with eating disorders or noticing that you're losing way too much weight. And I know so many INFJs who message me and they, you know, say they send me pictures and I see that it can, they're dangerously close to that. And a lot of them complain to me as well, saying, you know, I, I try, I, I eat as much as possible, but I just don't gain any weight. And I know, I, can, I, I feel for you, but that just literally means you need to eat more food. Just stuff more calories into you. Not unhealthy calories, but calories. Start eating more fats. I eat a lot of avocados, a lot of coconut milk, a lot of coconut in general. Um, yeah, just eat a lot of more fats, a lot more proteins. I eat a lot of tofu, a lot of tempeh. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, I'm vegetarian or vegan right now, so it's very difficult for me because meat is literally really good for gaining weight, right? Wheat is also really good if you want to gain weight. Um, I'm also gluten-free right now, which is also a problem because it's very easy to gain weight for me if I'm eating meat, wheat and meat, both. Anyways, these, these are a few things I wanted to tell you um, with regards to eating disorders and my own experience with it. Of course, as I said, I never really went truly into it because I, I was careful enough and I, I stepped back before I really went deep. But I know many women in my program who had definitely had an issue with it. There was really nothing being done about it. I'm hoping that there's more being done in universities about that now, but I really have no idea because I haven't been in one in a while. Um, I'd love to hear from you if you have experience with it, either with yourself or with a friend or a family member. Um, let me know and let me know what you do with, in terms of food to make sure that you eat enough during the day, especially as an INFJ, because I know that's a huge problem for us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being on my channel. I really appreciate it. And I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.